Hi there, we're recording. This is another impromptu episode of Mental with James Schofield, my podcast. Uh, Today I wanted to talk about a few things, I think, but I was going to lead with uh, the topic of pets. So I wonder of those listening, which is a very small number at the moment, let's be honest, I'd be lucky to have three listeners. But anyway, uh, of those listening, you know, do you have pets? Do you enjoy having pets? Are your pets a pain in the ass? Are all of the above true? You enjoy them, but they're still a pain in the ass. Uh, I don't have any pets at the moment. I do have a very curious cat in front of me named Kato, C-A-T-O, but that's not my cat, that's my uncle's cat. I'm back um, cat-sitting again. Uh, I did grow up with a pet dog, Naoki, a Japanese name, as she is a Japanese spitz. Uh, Interesting, or maybe not that interesting, the spitz refers to how the tail of the spitz breeds curls up onto their back. Um, so that's what the spitz means. And Japanese is the type of spitz. Uh, not sure what breed this cat, this little rascal Kato is. Um, although he does like company. Um, and there's another cat here called Jean Harlow. Uh, and she's not very friendly, although she is quite friendly or quite keen on uh, picking up when you have food. I mean, I went out onto the front porch one day and I had a bowl of fantastic noodles, two-minute noodles, and, well, she was straight onto that, like, boom, like, boom, 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 boom. (laughs) I'm sorry, I just enjoy clicking. Uh, Yeah, so she, um, she was straight onto that. She didn't get any. I ate them all myself. But whenever you've got food, she's become very perceptive of that and uh, will just appear sometimes out of nowhere. And you'll be like, oh, hello. And she'll be like, meow, 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 meow. It's like, okay. You're hungry. I get it. Um, And if I'm feeding Kato, sometimes I feed him first. She'll just magically appear on the back porch and she'll be like, meow, meow. Okay, okay, hang on. Kato tried to steal her food this morning and he got he got rejected by me. I made sure that didn't happen. Um, anyway, as may be apparent, uh, I do, uh, do enjoy looking after the cats. I mean, you know, uncle's house is a bit of a mess, but that's okay. Uh, you know, I've being told it's not my job to clean it. I just have to leave it how I found it. So that's all right. Um, yeah, but, you know, Kato, I'm in the study recording this podcast, and, you know, Kato will do this little thing where if you lean forward in the study chair, the desk chair, he'll jump up behind you and snuggle in behind your back. He's not doing it now, but he does sometimes do that. It's a bit annoying, but it's also kind of cute. Um, and given this is the mental podcast, 
what I wanted to talk about was uh, how pets can be good for our mental health. I mean, if you have one that is a complete shit, it might be bad for your mental health. So we're just generalizing here. But they can be very good for our mental health. And, you know, clinicians uh, sometimes talk about when someone is quite down, they might ask them, do you have any pets? Do you have anyone that that's relying on you like a pet to feed them and water them? And then people might go, oh yeah, you know, I can't, can't hurt myself or I shouldn't hurt myself because I've got, you know, I've got Rex to look after or something. I don't know, but that's something that I've noticed uh, clinicians or people on helplines might ask, do you have any pets? Um, and when you go into a mental hospital, um, they don't always ask that, but if you're admitted to a mental health unit, sometimes they might ask if you have any pets that need looking after and they might give you the phone and help you arrange for those pets to be fed and watered because, I mean, there's nothing you want less than to go into a mental health unit for several weeks and get your shit sorted and then you come home and, oh, shit, the pets are all dead. Uh, that would not be good, would it? No. Um, now he's trying to get up again, Kato. Um Yeah, so... That's one thing that's good about pets, the sense of responsibility and the sense that you've got that obligation to look after them so that, that'll keep you feeling accountable uh, for your actions. If you were to hurt yourself, you know, you, you might stop at that point and go, well, hang on, I've got, I've got Rex to look after. I don't know why I chose the name Rex, but I'm just using a random name. Um, yeah, so that's something. Sense of um, responsibility, accountability uh, to that pet or pets. And then also... I guess there's the joy of, of, you know, getting to play with the pet or the, the cat or the dog or other animal, a rabbit maybe, um, or a ferret. Everyone has their preferred animal, I guess. Um, or some people love all animals. Uh, yeah, some people keep lizards. Oh, I can't think of anything worse, but yeah. I met a guy, well, it's a guy I still see occasionally, but... Um, he, he was, he's a musician and he keeps lizards. Mm, fucking disgusting. I, sorry, when I was, I was at his house recording a song and he told me about the lizards and I'm like, ooh, I just don't, you know, I don't know about that. And he's like, well, they're not snakes. They've got legs. I'm like, yeah, but they're lizards. Why would you, you know, I didn't, I just sort of said, okay, all right. Yeah. You, everyone has their thing, you know, um, but I wouldn't keep a lizard or a reptile, no, I wouldn't keep a frog, what's a frog, amphibian, is their class, I think, um, yeah, anyway, so sense of accountability, sense of joy from, um, playing with them, being around them, getting the love that they bring, accountability, joy, 
Uh, keeps you at home, which can be good and can be bad. You know, you're not out every single night blowing your money, but you got to be... Well, you, you can go out at night. You just have to come back at the end of the night because you can't really leave an animal on its own for more than one night at a time. You shouldn't... With dogs, you wouldn't leave them at all by their own, by their own lonesome. Um, with cats, maybe we can leave them one night if you left the food out, but no more than that. And um, you've got to keep them inside or keep them in a cat run. Um, yeah, he's jumping up on me again. He was a cutie. But he, yeah, he doesn't get on... Kato doesn't get on with the other cat, Jean Harlow. Um, like I said, he tried to steal her food this morning and I've just got the shits with him and put, picked him up and put him inside away from her. Her food was outside. But, you know, she hisses at him and she takes a swipe at him. Only because he's trying to steal her food. Like, hello, little shit. You little shit, Kato. Yeah, so we've got accountability, joy, uh, keeping you at home more often, which is positive and negative. That's three things. I'm not going to try and think of a fourth thing because I can't think at the moment. Uh, anyway, so those are some things that are good about pets. Um, what do you like about your pet? Your cat, dog, rabbit, ferret, otter. <laughs> I don't know if anyone keeps otters. Lizards. Lizards, we said before. Ugh. That just makes me shudder. I, just, I have lizards that come into my house, but they're not my pets. They just somehow get in through the door or underneath the door or something, and I just don't like that even. I swear I had one run over me, over me when I was lying on the sofa bed one night. It just went, whoosh. I'm like, ooh, 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 ew. It just makes you feel yuck. It makes you feel ew. Oh, he's back. Oh, he likes my headphones. That's what he was going to do. He wanted to get the headphones. Kato. Um, yeah, so there's not much else I wanted to talk about. One thing I wanted to mention is I had appendicitis and I had my appendix out. Um, but the reason I mention it is because I noticed, oh, Kato, you silly sausage. Kato, you're going down now. You're going, no, sorry, this is very unprofessional of me. Um, Kato, get down. No, down. Good. Um, I had appendicitis and I had appendix surgery or surgery to remove my appendix. It was, uh, well and truly inflamed, the surgeon said. So they made the right call removing it. Um, but that caused me a lot of pain. And I didn't notice it at first. I wiped it off or brushed it off as anxiety pain or diarrhea pain, uh, and I thought, this is just normal. No, this was not normal. This was acute appendicitis, and it took the pain getting very severe and out of hand, out of control, that I finally called an ambulance and went to hospital. I didn't even want to call the ambulance. I was going to walk up, a 20-minute walk up to the hospital, and I, I thought, 
Should I call an ambulance? And my dad and I spoke about it and he said, if you really need to, yes, you should call an ambulance. And I'm glad I did. If I'd walked, I would have been in so much more pain. Um, you know, it's a little bit of an incline, a bit of a hill to get there. And um, it's a 20-minute walk, so it's probably at least 2Ks. So it's not great, really. And I shouldn't be doing that if I've got appendicitis, which I didn't know at the time. But then they diagnosed it that evening or that next morning. Um, so to diagnose that, they did blood tests, which showed inflammation, elevated white cell count, and then they progressed to doing a CT scan. I think that was a full body scan or something like that. And that showed the appendix was inflamed. Uh, and uh, yeah, then, th so that was on the Wednesday. And then on the Thursday, I had the surgery and I was out of hospital the next night. Not the next night, the next day on the Friday. So in and out pretty quick. Um, but I was amazed how much better I felt mentally after that surgery. And I, I guess it just goes to show that the, the physical can have quite a strong impact on the mental health of our bodies. Um, because it's all connected, really, you know. Um, you know, I, I think something they talk about in philosophy classes sometimes is, can a, a human exist without a body? Now, I don't think they can, but there's that philosophical argument that we can exist without a body. Anyway, let's, let's not go into that because that's a bit of a Jedi mind fuck. Um, anyway, I, um, I just, yeah, I think it's uh, interesting, yeah. Our, our mental and physical health are inextricably linked to each other, to one another. Okay, so I hope you got something out of my podcast. Uh, you know, I'm lucky to have one listener. Uh, sometimes no listeners, maybe sometimes more, but I don't know. I think I get, I get uh, data about how many people are listening, but sometimes I listen to my own podcast, so I think that contributes to the number of streams so I don't really know I think yeah one or two maybe three people listen but that's okay anyway I'm not doing it for money or for fame I don't think I can make money out of it anyway I'm not even on Spotify am I no I am on Spotify I'm just not on Apple Apple Podcasts that's because I use the Anchor app okay I hope you got something out of this and um, I'll do another little monologue again soon at some point in the future, probably. We'll have to wait and see. Okay. Thanks, guys. This has been the Mental Podcast with James Schofield. On the 3rd of July at 8am. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.